thewellnesscouch.com, streaming wellness into your lives. You're listening to A Quirky Journey, the healthy family podcast with your hosts, Joe Witten and Fuad Kassab. Welcome to A Quirky Journey. This is your host, Joe Witten. No, it's not. It's Fuad. Oh, well, I was pointing at you. Oh, okay. So that over here next to me is your host, <laughs> Joe Witten. <laughs> so this is a very special podcast for us. <laughs> Joe's gone now. <laughs> you got to give us a few minutes before Joe can recover from the little laughing fit that she's having. So I'm at Joe's place. How's it going, guys? Huh? They're not answering us. <laughs> this is a one-way conversation. I'm going good. All right. You do you want to do the intro properly, or what do you think? No, All right, I we? think this is good. I think okay, this, yeah. let's keep going. Let's keep going. Okay, guys, <laughs> this is a very chatty podcast. We're just <laughs> we're just having a bit of fun here. Um, we're a bit behind on podcasts, so that we thought we would um, try and catch up with a bit of news, what we've been up to. Yeah, <clears throat> I'm at Joe's place at the moment. I've been in Melanda for the past three, four days. So if I'm behaving like in a way that you're not used to me behaving, then uh, <laughs> you've gone tropo. I've gone tropo. Tropo, tro- I can't, can't say it. I'm trying to learn the Australian accent of Melanda, <laughs> and I uh, haven't managed. But um, here, <laughs> but apparently, my, in the tropics. But you're making my kids laugh a lot. So yeah, that's good. I love the kids. <laughs> so I've come here and I've found that I've had a family here that I didn't even know about. That's right. And I feel right at home. Awesome. Yeah. <laughs> so Joe and I have been cooking and laughing and sightseeing, dealing with annoying kids and. <laughs> Doing so much stuff. Today I went to a crater. Yeah, volcanic crater. Yeah. So, uh, Joe, what's been happening? Well, what we're supposed to be doing in between sightseeing and laughing a lot is um, <laughs> writing recipes. So we're working on getting the program finished off so that we can get that out what's to you guys. What's the program? Okay, so we better talk about that, shouldn't we? So I finally showed Fuad what I've been working on with the program and you maybe you should tell them what you think of it. So Joe's been working on when she says the program, she's assuming that you guys know what she's talking about. Of course they know. Do they all? Do they Maybe all not. know? Yeah. All right. So Joe's been working on a program for Gaps, and this is a really really cool initiative that she's starting. Uh, the Gaps community doesn't have a lot of resources at hand. Um, there aren't too many recipe books. They don't have a lot of guidance, and uh, Joe has a uh, Gaps chat group mm-hmm. uh, that she's been maintaining for how long now over a year yeah it probably since would you be. started your yeah. journey yeah it would be yeah at least a year and mm-hmm. um the community's been asking for uh some kind of program and help and help recipes. and joe's been putting together this uh resource which i was blown away when i looked at it mm-hmm. uh i looked at the uh, she has uh, all these documents. Um, so it's a six-week six program. And for each week she has a, uh, you know, she'll tell you what recipes to look at. And uh, it'll be basically following the GAPS protocol for that week. And that's where a lot of people have a lot of trouble within the first six weeks to really start getting onto GAPS. Well, finding recipes that are simple and not too time-consuming, but taste nice and that the family all loves and that, um, you know, I think a lot of people look at gaps and just go, it's way too hard 
Um, I would have to do way too much cooking, so I just can't even go there. And I know I thought that when I first looked into it, but when you are desperate and you really need to work on your family's health, you you bite the bullet and you do it. Um, so what I've been doing for the for the whole time I've been on GAPS, really, I've been writing down the recipes that I've been working on, and I've shared a lot of them on Facebook and on my blog and stuff, but um, I just wanted to put it into an easy-to-do program so that people could take the meal plans and use those if they want to because I know some people really feel like they need the structure and the help with that kind of thing. Um, and then there's an ebook for each week of meal plans. So each, each week it adds the next um, foods that you can have in the next level of the intro. So really it's, it's not so much a six-week program as such because it, some people may – take six weeks, but some people make take a lot longer with intro. So it's the six phases. Yeah, six gap. phases. So I've done six weeks of meal plans, but you might need to use those recipes for, say, stage three or two. You may be there for longer than a week. You may be there for a few weeks and some people even longer until you get to a stage of healing where you can move on. So I've tried to put in a good variety of recipes and um, tips and ways to – change recipes around just to help people as they're going through the stages to have something that's not always chicken soup. <laughs> yeah. So I've looked at the documents that um, are part, are the companion basically mm. of the program. So the, the program is broken up to videos yep. and the website. Yeah, there'll and, be, yeah. well, the cheat sheets and the, you know, like fact sheets of how to do things like how to season pans and how to, and a video that will go with that. And there's audio if you need to just download it to listen to on your iPod or whatever, oh, iPod, <laughs> iPhone or whatever. <laughs> iPod's a bit old technology these days. They still have them. They still have them? Yeah. yeah. Okay. No one uses them. No. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone yeah. just uses their phones. Um, or you can watch the videos. Um, and then there's also the ebooks and the meal plans. But I think what will also help people is being part of the Facebook group, which there is a quirky gaps group that anyone can join and get tips from each other, but there's a private group just for the program as well. And I'll have a um, gaps coach in there each week to help with questions. So that'll be good too. Yeah. It's, um, it's looking great. Mm. Really. You've done a great, great job with it. I love that. Like there's uh, really basic recipes to some really delicious stuff. So, Joe will teach you how to make your own ghee and how to render your own tallow and things like that. But also the, the recipes um, become better and better, of course, as the restrictions ease off. Yeah. And, Start um, adding spices in and yeah. stuff and herbs. And, and, and it looks great. It looks good. really, really good as well. Thank so it's a, it's a visually lovely and uh, really well laid out. And it's going to be a great, great help for people who are so. starting on the GAPS journey. Good and job, Joe. Thank you. I'm very and proud of you. Thank you. <laughs> and I do want to mention too, um, it's not so much a the kind of course that you buy from a naturopath or a health practitioner um, giving you health advice. So you would read the GAPS book and have your own practitioners to help you through all that kind of thing. Um, the course is just to teach you how to cook for the GAPS diet because a lot of people just get stuck with the cooking. And I know when I first started going to, to the naturopath and started trying to work on healing our gut issues, um, you know, he tried to help as much as he can, as he could with giving us lists of what to eat and what not to eat and here's a few ideas for breakfast, lunch and dinner. But it was very basic and 
it took a lot of work to get meals sorted out for when you know when you're first changing to another diet it's a lot of work thinking all that through yeah and so you don't have to so basically sort of do gaps and work out gaps at the same yeah, time yeah that's here. right the, so the now all you yeah out. the food's worked <laughs> out you just do the program yeah. you eat that way yeah. but definitely not medical advice no and and there will be i need to just say also that there will be um variations for every family um, some people will need to have more of a low histamine version or low salicylates and amines or you may need to um, keep off the eggs for a lot longer than we did or the nuts depending on what your particular issues are and that's why it's so good to work with a practitioner while you're doing gaps so that you've got someone helping you through all that and working through um, you know when to bring things in and how and so my recipes and menu plans would be a guideline, but then you would need to tweak them for your own specific needs. And the chat group will help if you have yeah. any questions. Yeah, that's right. There's always people in there that are like, oh, I know what to do for changing that recipe to egg-free yeah. or nut-free or whatever. But I'll put in as many variations as I can also. And when's that coming? <laughs> Why do people always ask me that? Yeah. No. <laughs> um, I'm hoping that it will be all done in a month or so because it's really – Right towards the end now. We're getting to the end finally. Yeah. So Good. Yeah. That's great. Exciting. And then we can go full blast with our next project. Ta-da. Ta-da. So we've uh, changed the name of our book. We're going to call it uh, Quirky Paleo. Mm. But we've decided against. So we're going to be calling it Quirkier Cooking. Yes. Because it's the <laughs> next installation of um, Quirky Cooking. Quirky Cooking. Yeah. So... So we're, it's like um, taking the the recipes that I did, you know, for the first book and then moving on towards more grain-free, um, more paleo, more GAP style, but also just good whole foods recipes. So it will have a really good mixture, I think, and a lot of variations for those people who, uh, okay, just say you've finished the GAPs. And gaps intro and you're moving on to bringing other whole foods back into the diet um, if you finished maybe two years of gaps or you're you know working towards a paleo diet there'll be recipes for all of those kind of people as well yeah so we're really like focusing on the whole foods aspect mm. still gluten-free um, we're using some Grains like maybe red rice or um, quinoa, which is a pseudo grain. A Basically, tapioca. yeah, reflecting the way that Joe and I eat at the moment, um, I personally eat uh, a little bit more freely than Joe does. Yeah, because we're still on full gaps. Yeah. So. But, but we will be bringing, like we've only got, you know, another few months and we've already started bringing in things like sweet potato. So um, as... I just want it to have a lot of flexibility in the recipes that people can go, okay, I love this recipe. I can't have sweet potato, but I can change that for pumpkin. Or I can't have, um, you know, so that it's got the variations with the recipe so that people can play with it and use it as a guide and yeah. tweak it for their family. Yeah, and we're talking about whole foods here, really. And this is... Um this is just a continuation from the first quirky cooking and we're trying to make these recipes that are nutritionally dense, easy to make, uh, really good for the whole family. We're going to have recipes for both traditional cooking and thermomix as well. Mm -hmm. Can we call it thermomix? Yeah. 
and uh, <laughs> so it's it's going to be a really really great book with a whole bunch of exciting new recipes some of the stuff that I used to do at my restaurant and uh, and his amazing gluten-free bread which isn't just made on yucky starches <laughs> yeah we made some pizza yesterday oh, using so the gluten-free bread recipe that I made and uh, the kids just uh, ate yeah it. so it's like I think I made two kilos worth of bread yesterday <laughs> All gone. Yes, I'm afraid so. Yeah, and they're it's doing not really. Right yeah, it's not really full gaps, but we're just um, like I say, we're heading towards whole foods now, so it's great. Fuad's quite blown away by me being able to eat butter and cheese now, which I never could before. Yeah, so. no sneezing, no, no. colds, nothing. Nope. The power That's of good. gaps. Yeah. that really. Yeah, it changed my friend from being like a, a dairy intolerant person to someone I can hang out with and enjoy myself. <laughs> I used to lecture you all the time yeah. about eating dairy. Yeah, stop I? eating dairy. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, really cool. We've gone through a couple of sticks of butter in the past three days. Yeah. We bought $20 worth of just cheese today. <laughs> so, you know, really exciting. Yeah. And I'm uh, looking around Melanda. Yeah. And uh, the Atherton Tablelands here, and it's absolutely amazing. So you can see uh, this place, like where Joe lives. This is my first visit here, and it's, Joe, it's amazing where it's you beautiful. live. It's we've had like very blessed. This is the only the first day that we've had. We were there haven't been any visitors, but we've probably yeah. yesterday there was like four different people who came, and <laughs> each bringing gifts and avocados. Uh, avocados. Yeah. <laughs> Joe got a delivery of like 3,000 avocados to her doorstep. <laughs> <Not quite. laughs> two Two boxes, two, two trays. Yeah, and um, so, you know, we can buy a, a little property now with these avocados. We're gonna, <laughs> we sell them in Melbourne. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah just have like a GAPS healing center for everyone. Yeah, yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> just with avocado trade. And, you know, the yeah. well, underground we, avocado. Yes, I wonder if we can sneak it onto the aeroplane and Yeah. Well, you, can't, you can't. Is it illegal to take fruit across some the border? Fruit, some, some fruit they say no. I don't really know. Citrus and that check. kind of stuff. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. All right. Well, I might take some avocados back to Sydney. If they I can. If the they let you. The dogs will get you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. yeah. A Lebanese guy taking avocados across the border. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's, you know, when we graduate to Whole Foods. <laughs> Sorry, I'm getting racist against my own people here, right? So I'm allowed. Uh, <laughs> is that okay to joke about? I think it is. It is, yeah. especially if Thank you're you. Lebanese. Yeah, yeah. All right. it's okay. <laughs> Political correctness, you know. All right. Yeah, Joe's being nice. So, uh, yeah, the book, the GAPS program, what else are we working on? Joe and I are presenting at the Mind Forum in yes, May. Yes, in May. So we would love to see some of you there. And I'm also bringing Isaac. So he's also presenting with me. Do you want to explain what the Mind Forum so is? So the Mind Forum um, is, I always forget what it stands for. Let me just quickly check. Um, it's integrative nutrition, basically, helping um, parents and practitioners to um, get help with helping children who have autism, ADHD, um, any kind of any of those kind of mental health issues or um, imbalances, it really links the practitioners and the parents up and helps them to have the information that they need. Um, so I'll just so their mission is to 
help practitioners and patients discover and implement effective treatments for metabolic, immunologic, neurologic, digestive, developmental conditions that affect the, that often affect the mind. So as you all know, with Isaac's story, um, the diet, that doing the GAPS diet has really helped us with Isaac's OCD and um, his well-being. And so we are going to be there and I'm going to be cooking gut-healthy family meals and um, talking about, you know, how we've found food to, to help with the healing. And there's a lot of other things as well. So, you know, mind is very much all about integrative medicine. So there's all sorts of people there. There'll be um, Kelly Brogan, who um, she's a, she a psychologist. I think she's a psychologist who, who talks about the effect of food and all sorts of things on the, on the mind. Very fascinating. If you go to the Mind, M-I-N-D-D, Mind Foundation Facebook page, um, they have some video clips from different um, speakers that are coming to mind. And if you have a look at those, you'll see um, who's coming. But it'll be really fascinating. So there's a parents seminar running at the same time as the practitioners seminar. So you go to one or the other. And... Um, so Fuad and I will all be... Can you, can you stop your phone from vibrating? Yes. Please. <laughs> <laughs> too, too many messages. Yeah, too many messages. Joe, Joe's phone is more vibrating than not. It's amazing. <laughs> okay, okay. So many notifications from Instagram, Facebook, and kids, <laughs> and friends, and everyone. She's a very popular woman. Well, it's important. There was that. I know. You know important stuff. Yeah. <laughs> so we there's a friend of ours that um, basically was sick and she's had to fly in from overseas to be in hospital, and so we're organising meals for her because she can't eat the hospital food. So I should just mention if anyone does want to join the page for um, helping each other with healthy hospital food we have a page called quirky healthy hampers you can go onto that on facebook quirky healthy hampers and um if you ever um have a friend or family that's in hospital or, in you, area, are. or you are and you just need some help with some broth delivered or some meals then you just pop onto the page and request it and we just try and all help each other out with that kind of thing because we all are in that situation now and then well not all i hope but a Pe lot of us. People often are. Yeah. And they don't know anyone and in there. hospital food is probably the... The last thing they need for yeah. their healing. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh. So we're just organizing meals for my friend today. Which was incredible because within, what, the hour we had four people. If not more. More than I that. I think she's got a small private group on Facebook now and organizing. They're all trying to help her out. Yeah. Dropping so stuff off each day. If you find yourself ever in need or if you're uh, in an area, area where um, you can help people, yeah. What's the name of the group? Quirky Healthy Hampers. Quirky Healthy Hampers. Yeah. Um, a little bit about what I'm doing. Yes. So last month I quit my job uh, mm -hmm. as a software engineer. <laughs> and uh, that's why I'm talking really slowly now. I've detoxed from city life, from uh, this kind of uh, working in the financial industry. Hanging out in far north Queensland yeah. instead of Sydney. Yeah, it's so cool. It's Wandering really around waterfalls and rainforests yeah. instead of city streets. <laughs> uh, we went to this crater today and there was a waterfall next to it with a big rock pool. And I just couldn't help it, so I jumped in. And the water <laughs> was freezing, but it was amazing. And um, basically, one the reason why I 
quit my job was because the quirkier cooking cookbook that we're writing is a is mostly a paleo cookbook and I've seen a lot of health benefits myself from eating that way. Uh, I've mentioned many times on the podcast I've lost what now 28 kilos or something yeah. like that and um yeah like I've yeah it's just been the health benefits have just been so numerous from improved skin I used to have eczema and acne that's all gone away I used to have a lot of allergies I'm maybe like 80 to 90 percent better with uh, you know sniffles and uh, I used to have to carry it you know a tissue box with me wherever I went I don't do that anymore uh, mental clarity is better my energy is higher um just the way that i move throughout the day everything is just like everything is way way better so that was just through the health intervention changing from just changing the diet, the diet. Mm -hmm. and uh, really what i found uh, what i really want to explore throughout the year as i'm writing the quirkier cook uh, cooking cookbook is what it would be like for me to spend more time in nature uh, being, uh, you know, in nature, part of nature, trying to um, be like climbing trees. That's a, a big goal of mine, which sounds really silly, maybe <laughs> for someone, you know, as uh, 21st century people's goals go. But <laughs> I love it. Um, yeah, that's actually, I've got two major, sorry, two major goals this year. One of them is writing the cookbook, cookbook. and the other one is uh, climbing getting, trees. yeah, climbing trees. My kids could probably teach you that. Well, I've, you know, I, <laughs> yeah. So the thing about climbing trees is, um, it sounds like a really simple goal, Basic thing. but what it really means is, first of all, I have to work a lot of my courage to be able to overcome my fear of heights. Mm -mm. So I've yeah. uh, I've had a fear of heights ever since I was a, a kid. Okay, and um, it really scares me. Mm. So I want to get over that. The other one is I've got poor flexibility from sitting behind a computer all day yeah. for the past 16, 18 years wow. being a software engineer. Yeah. So I've got uh, inflexibility issues. So part of being able to climb a tree means that I should be able to get my knee up to my shoulder level, yeah, yeah. you know, uh -huh. and to be able to be strong enough to pull myself up and down and all that. Yeah. And um, that, you know, if I can manage to do that, if I can manage to climb a tree, it means that I've gotten myself to a level of fitness for a 35, 36-year-old mm. uh, where, you know, five years ago I used to be obese and if yeah. I can now manage to climb that tree, it's, it's a big deal Amazing. for me. Yeah. yeah. It's good. So, um, well, we have this tree that people like climbing here and then they jump into the lake. Should uh, we take you there? Yeah, I saw that. Was it Lake Meacham? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was... For those of you who, are, yeah. who live up here, don't worry. It's not the big one. I know that's not allowed now. Yeah. <laughs> Someone got hurt. Yeah, no, no. It was not the big one. We did swim in Lake Eacham as well, which is an amazing lake. I went with... It's by Starlight. Uh, yeah, <laughs> with Joe and the kids and... Uh, I didn't in with, get uh, in because yeah, it's too cold. Jumped in with Cassia, the young one, and... Uh, <laughs> We had a really nice swim under the starlight and there was no moonlight at all. No. So it was just all the, stars. you could see the stars and that was incredible. And really being in nature has been, has had already a profound impact on me in terms of uh, my stress levels have gone down. Uh, my back pain is way less. I, I have chronic back pain, which I deal with. And that's sort of gone down with the stress levels and the it's movement and things like it? that. I was just down in Sydney um, last week and... Just the difference in how I feel when I'm in the city and when I'm at home. So much more relaxed at home with the nature all around and always, you know, we, we're at the lake at least twice a week. 
we go for walks at the waterfalls. We just get outside a lot more, I guess. And it's uh, like you were saying with the community and the people that you meet, it's a lot different in the country to the city. It's not that rush, rush, rush feeling. Um, and I know we went out for dinner and it was lovely to hang out with my friends going out for dinner, but it was so noisy that it's like my brain switched off. Yeah. And I, you probably saw I was starting to shut down. I was just, I just wanted to go to sleep. I think it's too much overload. Country mouse. Country mouse. You got to get used to it. I know. Yeah. So, yeah. I don't I, think you should get used to it because it does not. gives you, it gives you these chronic stress levels that you're yeah. not aware of. Yeah. And I'm only aware of it now, being in Melanda for the past three, four days. Mm. And I'm feeling way more relaxed yeah. than when I first came. Yeah. And uh, it's a noticeable difference. Like yeah. being in the fresh air, yeah. under the sun, mm. with like very, like a lot of landscape. Well, yeah. I call it landscape. A lot of nature yeah. around you. And um, it's therapeutic. It is. It really is. You feel great. Yeah. So I'm looking forward for this year to be one of complete immersion in nature as much as I can yeah. as much as I can manage well you're and sort of not in town so no. you can you can manage that at home even. yeah and, and actually I've got a question for the listeners if anyone's uh, living in the hills district where I live in Sydney uh, in Sydney uh, I'm looking for a uh, a natural spring um, I can basically go and collect some water from for drinking water and, and it sounds a bit strange but um um, I was listening to a really great podcast by a gentleman called Daniel Vitalis, and he made a really, really good case for um, foraging for your own water. Hmm. Um, he was talking about how we're 65% water and how really the quality, like the quality of the water that we get from the tap, we can call it junk water as we call yeah. You know, the, the food that we get from fast food places, junk food. Yeah. Junk and water. he likened it to that because, it, you know, it has to be mm. treated with chlorine and then they dump fluoride in it and it goes through all these um, yeah, the, yeah, the processes. And also even as it goes through metallic pipes and things okay, like that, yes. it changes the not way the that it is. It's not the same. Mm. And uh, he's saying that, first of all, it's made a big impact on his health and his well-being. And uh, if you're 65% made of this substance wouldn't you want to get the best mm, type of that water to make you yeah so actually go and listen to that podcast if you're interested it really makes a compelling argument um you know another thing to worry Tell about in our life it's uh it's called um rewilding with daniel vitalis let me just look it up while joe talks a little bit about about water water <laughs> um and obviously not everyone's going to be able to find a natural spring close by but you can get good water filters to help, can't you? Yeah. Yeah. But listen, yeah, it's called Rewild Yourself yep. by Daniel Vitalis. It's on iTunes. Have a look at it and listen to the water episode. Um, there, He actually talks about a site. I don't know if it's American only because he is in America. But he mentions a website where you can actually look for uh, a natural spring that people go and fill up their water from. I actually found one in the um, Blue Mountains, mm -hmm. which is around an hour away from where I live. Okay. And it might be worth it. Just, you know, anyway, you take the kids for an outing. Yeah, that's right. You know, get a you bit of water. Get a bit of, fill up with the water. Yeah. Get a bit of sunlight uh, yeah. movement, carrying heavy things to the yeah. car, and then bringing it back. And uh, hopefully it makes a big impact on your health because let's, for instance, think about the amount of chlorine that's in the water. The reason they put the chlorine there, Joe, is, you know, kill bacteria. Kill bacteria. So what's it doing in your gut? Yeah. 
So a reverse mm-hmm. osmosis filter does get rid of things like fluoride and chlorine, mm-hmm. but it also gets rid of all the really good minerals yeah. that are naturally occurring in the water that you need for your health. Do you have a recommendation if someone did want to get a water filter? What kind? Um, yeah, so... I, I don't have a recommendation. I, I have a reverse osmosis filter. Okay. Uh, I've used that. It has a remineralizer in it. Oh, okay. Uh, so, you know, it's this, these cartridges, two of them are around uh, getting the water filtered, and the last one is about adding minerals back into the water. Yeah. But the problem with uh, reverse osmosis is it, it has a huge amount of wastewater that comes out of it. Oh, does it? Yeah, so reverse osmosis will push the water under great pressure through the filter mm-hmm. and uh, probably like you can get 30 to 40 percent water loss oh yeah it has two tubes one get, gets thrown down the sink and one or you can collect it and water your garden with yeah. it but the other one is basically the you know the clean water so yeah there's um we we look maybe look at water in a bit more serious uh yeah. way over the next, you know, at some point in, with the podcast that we record in the future, um, after I've done a bit of experimentation myself, I'll try to source some local spring water and drink that. And I'll come back and tell you if that's made any difference in my life. Yeah. Yeah, I'll let you know. And then you'll start having to stress about sourcing your water now. <laughs> thanks. Thanks, I'm sorry, that. guys. <laughs> but, you know, if you think about it, you know, we go to great lengths to get good, good food. quality food. Mm. And... We're sixty five percent water, so yeah. really majority vote goes to water. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, we have um, the filter that filters the whole house, so we don't have any chlorine in the water, and we don't have fluoride in our water here, so that's good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fluoride's. Uh, I our, don't know why they put that. Our water's probably closer to nature than yours. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Wild water, wow. wild. It is. Uh, so. Uh, you know, let me know if you have any experience with foraging water. Let us know. Yeah, that'd be uh, good we'd know. love to know about any local springs. Put it on Joe's Facebook page. Yeah. Um, you guys know that Joe has a, a private chat group called the Quirky Cooking chat, chat Group. They should know. They should know. We have a private chat group called Quirky Cooking Chat Group. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's great. It's got around 25,000 people yeah. in it. And, um, and it's a really nice group. It's not, you know, some... Facebook groups you get on, there's all sorts of arguing and stuff, but this is just really nice people. Yeah, everyone there is looking at ways to help themselves and the people that they love to eat better and live a healthier lifestyle, yeah. and everyone understands the challenges of eating that way, Yeah. so everyone's really, really understanding and I helpful. Think, yeah, most of the time. Usually everyone's really good and helpful with each other, so you know, we, we try to encourage each other in it without pounding each other and judging if yeah. someone's everyone's at a different perfect. everyone's at a different level level in their journey yeah um what else do we have to talk about hmm what else have we been doing um, oh, we've got so the, we've, the cover design yeah that's we've been, been getting done the for cover the book. design done for the book it looks beautiful and we're doing the kickstarter yeah. for the book in may what we're hoping to get there is um uh, some uh, sales beforehand for the book before it comes out um, Since we're self-publishing. early next year we're yeah, self-publishing mm-hmm. this book which means that the printing cost and the editing cost and the design cost and the photography and all that kind of stuff um, that, that gets really expensive mm. 
So we'd like to be able to um, pay for that um, through pre-sales because you guys are going to buy the book anyway. So you may as well yeah, help us right. by buying it up front. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so that it'll be a good quality book. Yeah, we'll, uh, basically the more support we get from you guys, the more photos we can have in the book, yeah. the uh, more recipes we can have in the book. Mm-hmm. Um, we're hoping to get a hardcover uh, added to the book because um, Joe's had a lot of uh, comments about her first book the cover. Yeah, people want a hardcover. Yeah. So this one's going to be a hardcover, hopefully, if you can afford yeah. that. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, it's just going to be a really awesome book. And if you, the more support that we get. We should talk about some of the recipes a little bit, shall yeah. we? Or should it be yeah. a surprise? Well, go for it. Yeah. <laughs> so we've, we're trying to have a really big range of recipes from all over the world. So lots of different cultures which I think is fun because you can so easily get stuck in a rut. Like I know with my family, um, we we always ate Tex-Mex, American. Um, we never really had Asian food or curries growing up. Uh, Just yeah. it wasn't. I mean, we had things like pizza and spaghetti bolognese and stuff like the usual that had sort of crept into the Australian, Australian diet. Food, yeah, but my <laughs> mum and dad, you know, their background was oh a bit of German and Hungarian, I suppose. Um, from mum's family, um, but mostly Texan and Mexican and Australian. Um, so, yeah, what did mum say to you the other day? Spices, she was always told ah. spices shouldn't be in savoury food. And we had a good laugh at that because, you know. <laughs> I made a red rice tabbouleh with pomegranates and hazelnuts. Oh, it was so good. And I was putting all spice in it and Joe's mum goes to me, Oh, wow. She goes, you know, growing up in Texas, they always said you should never put spices in in, in, (laughs) in any savory food. It only goes in desserts. But you should always fry it in lots of fat. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, try telling that to Indian people not to put spices in savory food. So funny. The whole cuisine will disappear. But I I think it's good to widen your cuisine as much as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So I'll, of course, be bringing my own Middle Eastern, Mediterranean yeah. background mm-hmm. to the table. So I'll. That's Fred. Can you? Yeah, hear? Fred the bird. I should take him away. He's noisy. That's all right. Is he not too uh, bad? Yeah. Okay. Uh, it's nature. Nature sounds. People there's pay good money for. Nature in my house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. There's nature in Joe's house. Fred looks awesome. Have you ever shared a photo of Fred? Or? Yeah, I yeah? have, and okay. and um, it went viral because it was so cute he was peeking his head around my laptop while I was working and then the next day he went missing uh, and um, Facebook helped me find him after four days yeah well if he so. gets lost again he might win the presidency because he looks like a, <laughs> he looks like Donald Trump, Donald Trump. <laughs> <laughs> he really he's does got the, he's got the blonde fluff on top <laughs> and, the, and the red cheeks yep, yep. yeah uh, but he's a, he's a nice guy though I like Fred, Fred or Donald? Yeah, no, Fred. Fred, yeah. Yes, yeah. okay. I was getting worried. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we, I don't we will alien, stay away from I want to alienate uh, Donald Trump supporters <laughs> no, in no. the Whole Foods community. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, so the recipes, we're looking at a, a lot of uh, basically ethnic recipes like <laughs> Joe's got. So uh, Indian food, Asian food, Lebanese food, um, Turkish, European, South American, Mexican, all that kind of stuff. It's all going, going yeah, to be in there. All sorts. And we're trying to make it as nutritionally dense as possible, making it really, really delicious, but also using some techniques and tips from our experience to make it sim- simpler to make this food for your family. Because we know 
like most of you want to have really delicious food, but without, you know, making it too gourmand in terms yes, of the... it won't uh, be know. like that. It'll be easy to do. Yeah. So, for instance, my bread recipe that I'll be oh, making. So amazing. Which is delicious. Can't wait for you to try it. But that one can... You can make it... I think just, the book is going to mostly sell on the strength of your bread recipe. Bread recipe. <laughs> so good. So good. Ah. But we'll make sausage rolls out of it. We'll yep. make pizza out of it. We'll make uh, bread out of it, which is Even bread. pie crust. Yeah, I've done all sorts of things with it. And once you do it, like with the bread, um, there's a really good recipe for uh, the bread being grilled uh, straight on the pan or you can put it in the oven. You can make buns out of it. Uh, and the beauty of it is that you can put the dough in the fridge for a week and just use bits of it. Yeah. So You can make the bread on handy. demand. Yeah. It's not yeasted. Um, but it's, it doesn't have that kind of cakiness that... No, it doesn't. Um, or that crumbliness. Of a gluten-free gluten bread. gluten-free bread. No, it's beautiful. Yeah, and it's, it's natural. So really those of you who've been to Fuad's restaurants will probably remember it. Didn't you say that you've had people cry when they've yeah. eaten it? I've had celiacs <laughs> who basically never trusted eating gluten-free bread or never really liked the stuff that they've had. And they've come to the restaurant and they basically, honestly, they've had tears in their yeah. eyes going like, thank you for like, I haven't... I've forgotten how good bread could taste like, and oh. and uh, you know I've actually given them <laughs> the recipe You're so because yeah they, they've loved it. But um, I've also had people come to the restaurant and say this is the best bread I've ever had. I'm like yeah, like you you miss bread because you've been having gluten free bread. He goes, and they'd go what? This is gluten free bread? Like they had <laughs> no it. idea. And it's that good because it's made with whole foods. Again, it's made with potatoes and almonds and things like that. So it's it's got a lot of flavor: olive oil, yeah. honey, eggs. Yeah. So it's not a it's, you know, there's no gums or thickeners or anything like yeah, that. None of that there. stuff that you know makes you feel bad. So hopefully you like it. Yeah. And um, yeah, we've um, been um, we haven't got as much cooking done as we hoped to yet, but we're working on a fish and prawn curry today. Yeah. And, um, yeah, yesterday was the tabbouleh with the – oh, there's been a few dips, yeah. some nice dips. Um, let's see, what else have we made? Oh, we're working on a pumpkin pie, grain-free, dairy-free pumpkin pie. Um, yeah, we've got a whole list of things to work on, but, yeah, we'll be mostly working on them separately. But we thought we'd get a bit of a kickstart on getting the book started by doing some stuff together, so it's been fun. Yeah, it's yeah. – so, yeah, hopefully we'll uh, get you some more information sometime next month around the Kickstarter. They appreciate the support. Um, if uh, you have any questions on the book or you have any kind of recipes that you'd like us to consider adding to the mm. book or things that you want. Requests. Yeah, just let us know. We'd yeah. love to hear from you. The more we yeah. want to make it really, like, get the community involved in it, get the quirky cooking community involved in it. So we, we are talking about it a lot on the chat group and um, posting pictures and stuff of things we're doing. So, yeah, chat with us. <laughs> yeah, let us know what you want. Yeah. I mean, if we don't know what we what you want, then we can't make it. Yeah. Yeah, so sing out. We've got from now until end of August to submit to the book. So if you've got yeah. uh, any recipe ideas that you want us to add, there's still plenty of time. Yeah. And we'll do our best to do it. Awesome. Yeah. That about it? That's it. That's yeah. great. Okay. So we just wanted to do a short podcast to catch you up on things. Um, and we will be back in a fortnight with uh, an interview with somebody. So we'll... We haven't we'll, figured out who yet. Well, we have got one have we? recorded, haven't we? Oh, uh, we do. But, yeah. yeah. 
All right. Okay. So we'll we'll chat to you all soon, but please stay in touch on the chat group, and um, there'll be plenty of photos on there from this week. We'll we'll add some more photos of what we've been up to, so you can join in the fun from far away. <laughs> okay. Right. Thanks, everybody, and. Um, if you need to ask us any questions, feel free to ask on the chat group or on my Facebook page or on Fuad's Facebook page, which is The Food Blog. Yep. Great. Okay. See awesome. ya. See you soon. This has been a production of TheWellnessCouch.com. Check us out on Facebook and join in the conversation on Facebook.com forward slash TheWellnessCouch. Subscribe to each show on iTunes and check us out on Twitter. The Wellness Couch, streaming wellness into your lives. Whilst the Wellness Couch presenter endeavor to provide accurate and helpful information to their listeners, these podcasts cannot take into account individual circumstances and are not intended to be a substitute for health and medical advice from a qualified health professional. You should always seek the advice of a qualified health professional before acting on any of the information provided by any of the Wellness Couch podcasts.